Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Cinephiles. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Steve. I'm Ashcake. Who are you? Yeah, I don't know. Pods I, I'm, with I'm Todd? Trying, yeah. This is a fucking rarity, but you know, I like to do For a po- you. I like to do a podcast once a year or so. Yeah, we, we finally scrounged enough dollars to get uh, Todd to be on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Special guest spot. Yeah, I guess you guys have been doing the fucking circuits, right? Like there's it's we we stopped doing the regular fucking YMM podcast. The last thing we did was And then all of a sudden all these other podcasts show up. Yeah. Gotta gotta fucking. keep giving the people what they want. <laughs> I've actually had. Got, s- got to get uh, Todd's mom more stuff to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I've and had, my mom, she listens every so often. Hi, I've mom. actually had a few people uh, text me about like Matt's podcast, and they're just like, "So uh, Matt's doing the Wyman podcast now?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Does this show Do say Wyman podcast? Like, clearly, it doesn't fucking don't do say that, what right? it's well, you called. Know what, We're not you know, endorsing it. No, it's I'm like kidding. when Jimmy Fallon took over the Tonight Show. You know what they say about <laughs> listeners, though, right? They're not really listening. Oh well, no. It's just True. that's what I don't. Like, everyone's just like, someone's posting podcasts. Clearly, I, that's why it's just like that's when you just go, yeah, he is. We have every podcast in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He actually had a moment last night. Me and Ashley were at uh, Hannah's 30th birthday. Hannah Frit had here in town. Yay! Um, and uh, yeah, Matt came along with us and was just like, I've had like three people like. Mention that they know about my podcast. This is the most amazing night of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome, welcome. I had to a the random fold, dude sir. from welcome Calgary walk into Nirvana and be like, "Oh yeah, I remember." Oh, like, because yes. we're we're talking about how we're both big Kevin Smith fans. He's like, "Yeah, I remember. Like way back in the day, I guess uh, when like Kevin Smith was ago. like four years ago. Like Kevin Smith was like letting up ad space or was reading letters or something." <laughs> And uh, I heard Hypo about this. Phototo. Yeah. Hey, man, it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but he was like, yeah, and I heard about like this podcast from Fort McMurray, man. And I was like, oh, really? Do you like remember what it was called? And he's like, he's like, oh man, like, oh, it wasn't Fort McMurray podcast. It was some. It was something else. I'm like. Oh, like YMM, like the airport code? And he's like, yes, yeah, it was YMM podcast. And I was like, that's us, dude. He was like, what? (laughs) This is a conspiracy. He's like, you guys, he's like, you work at uh, a comic book store, which I like. He's like, you're talking to me about Kevin Smith, and now you're telling me that you're like the one thing I know about Fort McMurray ever? I was like, yeah. Well, and uh, well, okay, first of all, you got to put that audio in here again. You gotta find that again, Todd, and like put that in because it's mm-hmm. classic. Uh, it's She's Jay and Silent We're Bob. going back, fucking 2012, 2011. Rip it off of one of the podcasts. Oh, fuck, I have to find it. The original. Oh, it's on the internet. The um, yeah, well, like uh, you guys have been doing the the, the tours, and and Steve and Ash, and well, Tito, like you guys have been playing your guys's. Well, uh, we did podcasts we did. on the feeds, and there was the Good Survivor podcast. Yeah, we did the Good Survivor, and then it's plenty of shit, man. Yeah. Everyone just doesn't need Toski. You guys, you guys don't need me. We so do this is my last Tosky. show. No, this no, my... <laughs> no. The, but no, there's there's been other podcasts popping up, and that's why I want to kind of. Well, I mean, I just jumped on this uh, punch, punch drunk, drunk allies. allies. Yeah, yeah that which, guy's cool. Which uh, Tito and Dylan of Good Survivor, and got you to were be just on. on too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be on soon. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. He didn't. It's funny because he booked me. And, uh, Ashley wasn't able to because she wasn't feeling well that day. Mm-hmm. But he booked me and Ashley independent of each other, like to do yeah. podcasts on the same day. And then, like, Ashley, like, I booked with me and then booked with Ashley because the time had filled up you earlier. can't do a roundtable. It's one guest for sure. Well, no, that was the idea. <laughs> no. He just didn't have any idea. And he's just like, he, he, what he, the advice that he got from uh, Matt, probably not only Matt, but he got the advice that he got from Matt is like, just ask everybody. Just ask like, everyone. ask everybody to be on your yeah. podcast. Yeah. So he's just re- like throwing darts and he came up with like a bunch of people who happened to be all involved in the same shit so yeah. he's like I've had like I threw a dart on the internet and I found five people from the same podcast yeah, that be on uh, my show because I was thing. like because I was like oh I think you're having my boyfriend on the show like, I was like Steve and he was like wait you guys are together like that's crazy <laughs> very shallow gene pool in the podcast yeah. community here <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I feel bad because I'm sure the big fish in a small pond. I'm sure he thinks I'm a fucking asshole for the fact that he asked me to. Well, like, you haven't met him yet, so he doesn't know you're an asshole. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, he, the asked, only thing. He, he asked me to come on the show, and I'm just like, dude, like that's a, I'm all for it. I said, but the hardest thing will be trying to find a schedule that I can work with. I said, yeah. so like, don't just bring Kingston along. Breath. You should see this guy's shed. It's fucking pimping. You're recording the shed, dude. Yeah. I know, I know what you're it's, thinking. It's not bad. You have no fucking clue. It's like Doctor Who. It's bigger on the inside, man. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> no, straight up, it Tardis. is. Yeah, Getting and uh, I, I, don't, I, I've only got to re-listen to like half of the podcast. But we, at, towards the end, I don't know if it's in there, but we got into the discussion of like how he could like improve the audio of that, like the acoustics, I guess, of his shed. Because he's like, I set it up with all the equipment that I thought I needed, and like then I ran into some problems where like every single thing that happens outside of the shed can be heard inside the shed. Because, like, I had one podcast lined up where a neighbor was just having, like, people over on the deck, and, like, we just had to reschedule because there's no way everything gets through. So I was, I was trying to give, like, you know, the low, the, the DIY, no budget, like, egg how, to, how to, exactly, egg carton foam. Well, fuck, yeah, the egg carton ones is a, is yeah. a good one. Well, uh, thick know, blankets that's, hanging. That's stuff cool, like that. man. The more people that fucking podcast, because I know a couple people were trying <laughs> Deep to. Deep down, you're like, Fuckers. Fucking asshole! Yeah. My fucking show. This is my thing. No, there's a few people like they were asking me about like <coughs> Matt's podcast, right? And bonus time, right? Yep. Yeah, bonus time yeah. Podcast. There's what? Bonus I thought I might have fucked that up. I'm like, I'm gonna sound like a prick. There's bonus time, punch drunk, and ginger stash. Ginger the ginger stash podcast. There we go. Yeah, yeah, ginger stash. Bonus time, us. All in the fucking. That's who was there when I visited you, right? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a pretty good. See, guy. He's dying he to come on the podcast punk too. Drunk allies, and I'm wrong in that, right? <clears throat> You're wrong. Yeah. Okay. This, this is a he's different guy. He's not punch drunk. Okay. Ryan and, and Ryan shops at the shop. Apparently, punch drunk allies has a few co-hosts, but I only met Brady. Yeah, like, I only met who's, Brady who's, too. Who's, who's the Todd? Could yeah. you imagine if there was who's a big the twist? Well, he's, he's like the. He's There's the a guy twist like, where like it's his place. It's there his are studio. no other people. And he's just talking to himself. <laughs> like, yeah, there is a few podcasts. Brady, you're so awesome. I was telling the story about how like you joined up with the Wyman podcast like an episode or two into it and like kind of just stuck around and then me and Ashley kind of did the same thing later on and just kind of stuck around. We kind of just kept coming. He came. He came back with like he's like I keep losing hosts. You guys getting more? Like I just I can't keep keep a hold of them. That's funny. We can't get rid of them. The more fucking podcast the better because like i know a few people that have asked me about matt's podcast when they were like oh so he's like the new why i like to me i got they're like aren't you fucking pissed off that someone else is doing a podcast nah. it's just like nah man clearly you guys aren't very good friends with me obviously you're not because you know that really in the last six months of my life that's been on the fucking lower end of my worry scale because 
we're not even doing fuck. Oh, I'm not even able to do fucking our own fucking podcast. So, well, we're, we're going to start trying to get into it for yeah. yeah and it's not like well. and it's not like we haven't talked to each other since the last. Well, we podcast. always talk to oh. each other. We're we really each other ad nauseum. Guess like. what, folks? We're really good friends in real life. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we don't we don't need what? a microphone to hang out. Yeah. Oh, no, and you went I've never on. seen you people before in my life. <laughs> yeah. You actually stated it uh, on the Punch Drunk podcast, even a thank you. Uh, you kind of summed up my personal situation rather nicely. And, I, I, tried, know, I tried to be I, candid I, I, without I kinda, talking for you. I yeah. kind of take advantage. I kind of was it take for granted that. I'm as open as I think I am with you guys. That everyone must know the same. Everyone must know the same situation. Like everyone must know the same things you guys. Doesn't know? everybody know what's going on? Yeah, in my once like, I tell one person, so doesn't the grapevine take care of everything? <laughs> well, else you know, for maybe me? maybe that's maybe that's the problem maybe with the fact like, that you're not doing the podcast anymore. England. Had you been doing the podcast, everyone would know what's going on. Exactly. In your life. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Would actually. they? Very None of our friends listen. Nah. Todd's mom, mom would know. Yeah, I, and I don't talk to her now, so yeah. she'll be. Yeah, she'll at least be kept in the know. So. This is how yeah, she gets all information. So oh, we're so self-deprecating. Uh, oh, that's true. It's the best way to be. It's good to be back. So, what's been going on the last couple months? Oh, well, oh my God, Good Survivor. Yeah. That that yeah yeah. Let's we'll, not we'll talk get to about that. it though because we talk about it way too. Much. Yeah, everyone's well, probably sick. To. Like we we've been blowing up the social medias. You know with what? It. We're not going to talk to you guys about it until plus we everybody's need to in this again. movie anyway. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Brady's going to have a cameo by the time we're done in post. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> just the force ghost in the woods. Just like Just nodding and smiling. All you see in the background in the Maqua scene is him doing the movements that's, from World's Finest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how we'll get that's how we'll get Todd in. We'll just have the impression of Todd's face and the bark of a tree oh, like no. an ant. No, no, For Todd, all we gotta do is cross cut to the return of the living Todd. Yeah. He's in the same spot. The, no, I was gonna say let's let's just pull a whole Rick and Morty and it's just like Except you know no 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 you know in the uh you know the wide shot of Maqua Lake? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like over the horizon, just giant Todsky head screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show me I what you got. I he'll be in this movie somehow. He'll be in this fucking film somehow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, no, okay. So, so, good survivor aside. I got something. Um, so, uh, there's this little independent film coming out later this year called uh, Batman vs. Superman. I was going to say A little low-budget indie. Yeah, a little indie. Called uh, BVS. They, these, yeah. shot, they shot their load everywhere already. But, it's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If, for anyone who's been following, we're going to get into a bit of a nerd podcast at this point. Which yeah. we're also, for a fucking five-hour yeah. pod. Double digest. One hour for each month that I've missed. <laughs> Double how, digest, How the yeah. Archie comics Dude, used to do it. <laughs> readers, readers Digest. Yeah, so, Double um, edition. So Batman vs. Superman is about to come out, and they made the poor mistake. Well, it, it, actually. Arguably. Arguably a mistake in releasing their trailer to that basically just the blew whole, the plot no, okay, of the movie. And this is after the short film of the Comic-Con trailer. And that's they five put minutes it on long. right before yeah, Star Wars, so good, they forced me to No, it was good. fucking teaser. But my point being that is that it was a short movie in itself, and that's like, all you needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, know what? For, and that, you know what? That brings me to my point. Like, Todd actually had a really good point in regards to, like, he's like, for once, you were like, man, that teaser that, that teaser looks really fucking weird, right? And and then, like, I'm like, oh, I'm sure the trailer will be fine. This I'm, I'm really hyped for it. And then you watch the trailer and you're like, holy fucking shit, man. Who the fuck edited this thing? Yeah. Just Seriously. Blew. No, the, my, this my morning too, wood right? for this movie turned into a fucking uh, mid-afternoon semi. So, like, I, like from my perspective, oh, I had what? been ignoring Mid-afternoon it. semi. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pack, yeah no, I, have, have I, a pack of Rolaids. Like, do I jerk off? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, yeah. Don't those need those. to get rid of it, yeah. but I could also <laughs> utilize the, the opportunity. No, okay. But my like, I was avoiding it because I'd heard the things, and like, you can't avoid the like screen capture of the one big reveal on social media. So I know. That was already ruined, and I knew it was going to 
happen, but I, I thought I could at least avoid the trailer for as long as possible and hold on to that glimmer of hope that the previous trailer had given me because I was already feeling <laughs> was. like this is good. too busy. Yeah. I'm already way more excited for Suicide Squad because that looks way more balanced and like well edited as a trailer. But um, this this latest one came on before Star Wars Force Awakens, I was and, so which was really good. And we knew it was kind of coming. Like as soon as Another it started, I was like, oh, film, here yeah. we go. It was so funny too because I had been in line with Stacy getting popcorn and she was like, oh man, have, did you watch the Batman vs Superman trailer yet? And I was like, no, Batman yeah, vs Superman so trailer. So proud. Virgin. I haven't yeah, watched it. <laughs> come yeah. back with popcorn. Come back. Oh, like, and like I, I tried closing I, my eyes. Didn't. I was yeah. saying this before we even uh, cracked the mics, but uh, I had like, you know how there's moments when you hear something and you like think you should react saying like, really? Like you're like, you're like parroting a movie or a, or a TV show or something. You're like, oh, really? And you like put on a voice. I, I legit had one of those moments where I'm watching like the trailer and like, like, yeah. like it's like 10 seconds before the end and they just did a, a reveal of all three of like the superheroes setting up the Justice League. But the League. reveal is and I'm like, so really? Fucking <laughs> dumb. Fucking it, it, really? It's the whole like. Is she with you? I thought she was with you. I thought she was with you. What are you doing here? And why am I upset? Because of um, Marvel did right, did yeah. also right yeah, so what right. this movie did so wrong. When you're revealing all these characters, and it's cool because in, in, in the Marvel Avengers movie, they didn't even show you the scene that leads up to it. All you see is that like amazing turning money shot of just... Avenger after Avenger until you have them in all circle. in a circle. Yeah. You're just like, holy fucking shit. And they end so strong with, like, they start with Iron Man and they end with the Hulk. So, like, yeah. they start strong, end strong. And then, and, and you and go it's into the dynamic theater. Dynamic and it's full of movement and, yeah. like, action. And you go into the theater and then you get another cum shot because the moment that leads to that shot is the transformation want, yeah it's like yeah. he's like you want to know my secret cap and it's just so well learned I you know, this, that this was trailer yeah, cinematic this yeah. trailer does this as a throwaway gag and then at the end they're just fucking standing in front it's, of the it's green it's a still tree. shot of the yeah. three of them like yeah. it's like the poster like they're like remember how we put this on the wall in a few like, theaters it's also on screen it, now it all like, started weird with that fucking little teaser no I, I will say this they haven't earned that it. trailer had me up until Lex Luthor started talking. <laughs> Which was yeah. like, what, the first fucking 30 seconds? Well, yeah, and it was so soon into it because he's just like, ah. Oh, I would love to see the two of them fight. Huh. Bruce Wayne and, I, and, and uh, Clark Kent together in a room at last. I'm like, oh, he was fuck one is step this? at like just looking at the screen and be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen, uh, folks. Uh, so fast forward to today, uh, a TV spot comes out, and it, it, it just seems that every glimmer of hope I have for this movie just keeps getting crushed. So like, in the thanks. TV spot, we have Batman, and he's driving down Gotham in the Batmobile, and all of a sudden Superman's in the on, in front of the street. I guess he just landed, yeah. and, and Batman veers, hits Superman, his car gets fucking totaled, and it's that shot from the trailer where they're both standing up. Where Superman and, and, rips the... Okay, and, and I'm like, okay, fair enough for the T-spot, but then they fucking reveal a, a line from the teaser and w- the context in the movie, and it's the... Essentially, Batman gets up, looks at Superman, and he says, do you bleed? And then Superman just flies away... He just flies away, and I'm sure there was some dialogue, but he flies away. But you can't deny that this happens after the fact. Batman looks up in the air while Superman's flying away. He's like, you will. And I'm like, he fucking can't hear you, man. <laughs> like, well, you know what that's missing? Please tell me. No, he you know says you will? Yeah. Like, but like, almost will. like, but no. But like, he's so like, it's such like a, a little bitchy troll moment where it's just like, could, you couldn't say it to his face, could you? Yeah. <laughs> to me, yeah. oh, please tell me. Like, it was way more One thing that's missing was fucking end. Superman going, come on, I want you to do it. I want you to do it. Come yeah, on, yeah. I want you to do come it. Come on, hit me, hit me. 
Fuck. So, um, okay, and and apparently Zack oh. Snyder, the last thing that he he said online was apparently that they haven't even blown their load yet. He's like, oh no, there's way Jesus. more to the movie than you think. Now it's too much. My glimmer of hope, and I haven't shared it with you guys with, with, uh, yet, is he keeps saying that there's a bigger baddie, and everyone's saying it's going to be Dark Side. My my thought is, yeah, holy fuck, that is a lot of fucking shit you're putting in the movie. But my guess at this point is it's probably Aquaman. Bad guy. The the main villain well, of this movie is probably antagonist, Aquaman. not probably. necessarily yeah. bad guy, but yeah, I, I, opposing I, I, force. Because 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 be in the synopsis they're that saying that the, the synopsis is kind of saying that there's there's a bigger there's yep. something bigger happening and it's gonna it's a it's a threat to all mankind and I think Aquaman wages war on the surface and I think that's basically what causes them all to team up. Yeah, one will come from the sky. <laughs> one, <laughs> one from the sea. From I mean, what? Sea. Well, no, one because from the you we fucking <laughs> called it. <laughs> Damn it! Spoilers. Spoilers. It's not out yet. Oh, I know, hey? Spoilers. You will. The only yeah. the only thing that bugs me with that is like, a, there's toys. A Wonder Woman. Or not, I guess not. There's bugs always me. Well, toys. Wonder Woman G- clearly now came poster. out of nowhere. We know that there's going to be no. But here's here's the here's because the because we always thought my only my hope was that she was either partnered with Bruce or someone that says, hey, I, I got a friend that might be able to take this out. Well, they had that one shot of I thought she was, Diana well, she was looking you. at I thought Bruce. she was with you. So clearly, maybe you're right. Maybe this fucking uh, um, maybe this. Uh, I was about to call him Arthur Curry. <laughs> no, <laughs> isn't that fucking, his name? Yeah, it's for his, his, his uh, fucking uh, land dweller name or whatever yeah, yeah. they want to call. But it. my guess, maybe they're already at war. And, and, Wonder and, Woman and fucking. And that's my guess is yeah. that yeah. either she's there to warn people that you know this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and and you know it'll end with them all four of them kind of teaming up and it's like setting up Justice League. But at the same time, I'm just like, dude, man, you're like you're Cyborg's taking on way too, too much. So. Well, as, I mean, and this is something we commented on years ago now when they revealed the full title when they said Batman versus Superman under underneath that subtitle at least they're committing Dawn to of justice <laughs> like we, we knew it was like you, you they haven't earned the group yet and they yeah. need to just do like just do this Batman versus Superman and then you can you can include your you can do the world building you can include your setups but to do it with the title like the money's and like, not going anywhere like they're yeah. acting as if the like like we're not going to pay to see five movies leading to a Justice League. Yeah. They have our money. We, they don't need to give us all this so fast. Even with all of our complaints about the trailers and the lead up. I'm still going to see it. it. I, yeah, they've already <laughs> oh, got no, money. It, it's, it's, I will help them reach their, their budget. Yeah, no one is fucking not seeing this movie. Yeah. Like, I'll definitely... What'll dictate... Even the people that are like, I will dictate, only watch Daredevil season two. It's like, no, you're going to yeah. find time for the movie. Yeah. Whatever's, what's going to dictate is it's going to dictate rewatchability. Like we've said from, from since the fucking get-go of Cinephiles was the fact that we've all seen Star Wars probably numerous times compared mm-hmm. to we'll go see Don, uh, Batman vs. Superman on opening night, on preview night. We will go see it together. Mm-hmm. We will mm-hmm. enjoy it that night. But that When does it come out again? The 18th, March. 18th. Yeah. Okay. March. Okay, cool. But yeah. that'll dictate whether we fucking go back. You know what I mean? Like to me... We'll probably see it twice at least. <laughs> <You're already laughs> no, I'm a sucker for punishment. It'll have to be fucking it? terrible for me to not watch it twice. Yeah, but I like, come on! I want you to do it. I want you to. But like, okay, so <laughs> it, he just hits him with a car. Like all the way you describe it, I just picture fucking Batman just like rocking. Uh, no, I just no. It's like fucking like dee, 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 like music. It kind of is <laughs> driving down Gotham. But and like then fucking uh, there, uh, yes. there's a real Boulevard. concern Man. with the way they're they're going with this movie and they're be, like I was kind of excited for this idea of Batman. And oh, and, and by the by, uh, World's <laughs> Finest is still is still oh, going to well, happen. I wanted to, yeah, I was waiting for the proper relevant and, and we, segue. We've, but uh, us as a group have been talking about the fact that, like, man, if if Batman versus Superman sucks, this might actually be good for our fan film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's true. Like hated Batman versus Superman. Well, like because because check out what it should have been. Well, no, because and not even that. Not even that. What all I was getting at is if they're so focused on all this big plot stuff, they might not spend enough time building Batman's backstory, and that's what our fan film's all about, right? So it's Batman's. Well, it's Batman's reaction to the the General Zod's. Uh, message as well as what happened in Metropolis, and, and I will say but this: that Negan when I saw is th- Thomas Wayne, the guy who plays, yeah, I saw who's playing Negan is cast oh as yeah, Thomas. yeah 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 uh, the comedian from uh, yeah, Watchmen, uh, Dean Morgan, uh, yeah. Jeffrey, Jeffrey like, Dean Morgan. Like I said, I, that Comic Con trailer was fucking awesome, like, well, especially because I was in there at Hall H for it, Friends and so much hot. that so much so that like when I saw that trailer. I was like, I was literally like, well, fuck, I'm gonna just delete all my files on World's Finest because when I saw that scene of Bruce Wayne running into the rubble, what? and I'm like, we are so yeah. fucked. They're doing the backstory, right? So, yeah. what do you mean you're gonna delete all the just, footage of World's Finest? Well, there? and that was the most gripping shot. In, oh, it was because he's the, like, oh my god, he was trailer. there exactly, right? and to see the like fuck. Wayne Financial Building so logo much. from the top oh, of the tower yeah. on you the know ground what? beside that him. That was the that was the moment that sold me on that yeah. whole film. I was yeah. like, I am in hook, line, and sinker. Fucking... And then I reeled it back in. But yeah. I think they're doing the Joker right still in there, the Robin backstory. Like, back is this movie going to be fucking four hours long? Yeah. What, are they going to throw Jason Todd in there too? Jerking they off but, the yeah, they, are, they already they, they got the suit. They've, they've no, alluded the suit. to it. It's Jason Todd's suit. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. That, like, uh, this movie is going to be just convoluted as fuck. Yeah. I mean, really the only is. people that are going to get it are, like, at this point, I'm like, how is this going to appeal to a general audience? Yeah, what about normies? Yeah, exactly. All the normies are going to be like, what? And then the nerds are going to be like, Jim Gordon is robot Batman. Because then you got Civil War right after it. Yeah, and you know what? Civil War is actually easy to digest in comparison because they kind of... I know it's a lot of... Ca- 13 fucking movies behind it. It's, it, yeah. it's a lot of characters, but we know all these characters. Yeah, yeah exactly. As recent as Ant-Man, people are like, oh yeah, Ant-Man. The that only, was a fun the movie. The only new addition is Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. And, and they can do that. Yeah. Like, I mean... You know what Ant-Man made? But they've also... Probably a lot. They've Ant-Man also set up... In two movies now, they've set up Black Panther. Yeah. They've set up the illusions to it anyway. And they've given Claw his reason for vengeance now that he's lost an arm. Team Cap. Claw. Team Cap. All I pictured was, I'll get Cap. you, Gadget. Next time, Gadget. Next time. Okay, hang on, hang on. We got to talk, talk about the spicy little appetizer first. Like, the most delectable. It's like you go out to like a really fancy restaurant to order an appetizer because you're broke, right? So you like go out and you order this really nice appetizer and then you go to Denny's for dinner, and the appetizer <laughs> is Deadpool. Oh, mm, yeah. That's no, you can I'm so actually... Down. I'm down. I'm going to have a blast. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't we know Deadpool that much. We're going to have a blasty blast. It's going to be so like, great. Like, oh, I honestly, come on. Deadpool compared to Civil War? I'm, I'm, no, wait. I'm you not, should, watch, I'm not you should read Spider-Man Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool like, number one. I'm not like a first removed like Deadpool fan. I know I'm, I'm, I'm a fan through... like. Cultural awareness, right? Yeah, like me too. At the comic cons and conventions, yeah, expos, really like there's just the tons comics. of Deadpool fans, yeah. and like, yeah. and, and you get the character and, and, the, and the, the meta aspect of it. Yeah, and I'm not. And the I'm not a Deadpool and, fan, but, but I'm. So I, I, I honestly kind of level, find him annoying. On that level, I he can't wait annoying. to watch the well, movie. You're a Spider-Man. Yeah. Fan. Like, oh, I'm down for the like, movie. Him singing along to to Salt and Pepper, like, or or was it TLC? I can't remember. But still, like, I think it was Salt and Pepper. He's just like Salt and Pepper is freak. No, no, that the trailer. It was shoot. Yeah. That trailer does look really good. Like the last trailer that they released. Can I get some fries with that shake, shake booby? Yeah, totally. I love that scene. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, no, my only fear. I'll tell you right now. My only fear with Deadpool is the fact that if they go well, too much in your face, like 
too much third person, too much fucking pop culture oh, reference. But that's Deadpool. That is the character. Like, I would argue okay, that. Okay, okay. It probably me, is going to be too much argue. for you then if that's yeah. what you're arguing because that okay. is like essential to The, the only thing that it's right missing. Now. No, no, no. Let me argue right now. I'm just going to tell you. The Avengers books right now, the comics, are currently funded by Deadpool. Is he that popular? In yeah. the comics, yeah. they are making fun of the people who read comics by being like, you guys are idiots for putting all your money into Deadpool because he's a giant idiot, but he's funding the Avengers by all of the money on merch sales and everything. There's mm. like a little introduction to like the Uncanny Avengers where he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like the head of the Avengers now because all of my money... Like all of the money that I make on merch sales Extreme. and stuff. The, the only thing that movie like, is missing shove it right is, and, and no offense to the director, I'm sure he'll do a great job. Uh, Who I is think, it? Uh, the guy that did Zombieland, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But that movie yeah, would have been perfect, perfectly directed by Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Edgar Wright. What like it, that. like because well. Scott Pilgrim is the exact style you yeah. want for that, right? Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, what I was gonna say too is what I'm what excites me is now Fox is is world building too. Like they yeah. they reshot Colossus. with Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, Colossus is in it. Hugh and Jackman's in Deadpool. Yeah, they reshot mm-hmm. with. They him. haven't they haven't shown anything though. No. And, and interestingly enough, there's there's no uh, Wolverine footage for Apocalypse. Either. And that too. He's also apparently and. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and doing I'm the most that they've done man. is they did a they did a cast photo shoot with all of the entire like world. The only thing that's not connected because they're they've scrapped it and they've fantastic. left it behind is Fantastic Four. Yeah. So <laughs> all of the new Fox Marvel movies that are coming out are all like. Well, you guys read super it connected seriously now. makes me consider if they're doing Old Man, if they're hiding. Everything I, you know what? That might be Jack a cool man. way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like introduce him. Well, like remember oh, yeah, the, oh, the Gambit movie, right? Like, well, yeah. That yeah. when I brought up that one, I was watching that fucking Channing Tatum and his wife there on Lipsync. Oh battle. my god, that was and amazing! I was just like, right? I should be seeing some fucking Gambit footage right now. Like, <laughs> and that's when I looked it up. They haven't even fucking yet. started filming. Like, that's no. not it's good. Out the, it's out in the fall. It's campy. They can't. It's, Meanwhile, Marvel's it'll get, like, it'll get look at Benedict it's Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's his um, magic microchain, eh? That is what she's doing. So yeah, that's what yeah. she did. It was yeah. funny. It is funny. Yeah. That was, that was a good lip sync battle. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so historically, so you th- you think that um, that Iron Man is going to win Civil War? Oh, we're getting into this now. Oh God. Okay. So all right. Wait, 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 wait. Because I would like I would like to mention the fight. top three times Todd has been wrong in predicting things. Yeah. Which you've already spoken about. All yeah. within the Marvel, Disney, Star <laughs> yeah. Wars universe, yeah. actually. Well, Number yeah. one. The floor is yours, sir. At the end of Avengers. The the villain revealed. Hold on, you got to set up where we okay. were at when this. So happens. we we go we go to see Avengers. <laughs> we're gonna tell yeah, a fucking okay, story. Okay. Tell it right. They ditched us. They to were like, "Oh yeah, theater. we're totally gonna come watch your landmark with you guys." Oh wait, we're driving to Edmonton today. <laughs> For the IMAX. Thanks, guys. Well, you, you'll feel better because I, I I felt like I needed to like leave the room because I was sitting next to him at the time and I was like, "I don't know this guy." <laughs> End of the credits for Avengers. <laughs> we get that awesome morsel where they finally tease. The, the puppeteer of everything and you find out it's Thanos fucking voice in the theater next to me carry, like he turns and smiles all I hear is like Red Skull and everyone's everyone in the theater is like looking like who the fuck said that this purple faced guy must be yeah. the Red Skull where it was a tint it was a tint it's in the fucking planet it's a fucking tint when, the, when that happened for us I looked at Steve and I was like <laughs> I it was Red Skull. I wanted to see fucking Red Skull. There's loose in there. So He's number two. So dead. <clears throat> um, before having seen Thor, yeah, you were pretty pissed when I did that, the Red you Skull. pitched you pitched the movie to people. 
because you didn't take the bo- even bother to look at the plot. <laughs> nope. And said, Thor is about a guy who gets framed for murder. <laughs> Thor, Thor 2, right? Or was it the first No, Thor? it was the first <laughs> Thor. Because <laughs> he didn't know. I forgot. I forgot what it was. I couldn't remember. And, and finally. Like, I had to get banished again. I was like, yeah, framed for murder. It was me trying to fucking mack on a chick, too. That's what makes it even funnier. Smooth. Um, <laughs> so, and finally, the most recent one is. And we just, everyone in the world knows this now. Yeah. Kylo Ren is not, in fact, Luke Skywalker. And I told you, you should have had it tattooed on your body, like I said. When you mentioned that, I already knew, because I've been following Kylo Ren's helmet on top of Luke's. I already knew, right before I got into it with Kelton, I already knew what the answer was, but I'm like, fuck, you got to go down with your ship, so I might as well keep going. (laughs) Oh, man. Good times. So, yeah, back to how fucking Stark is uh, going to be leading this film. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Oh, yeah, he's going to be leading the film called Captain America Civil War. Oh, I can I'm guarantee sure. you that Robert Downey Jr. is going to get like 50% screen time, though. Oh, totally. Yeah. But he's not going to be leading yeah, this film. He's fucking 50% he's, of the budget to say yeah. that. He's, the he's not the villain. Though. He is. Can we not just acknowledge the fact that they're not following the fucking comic storyline to a T? Like, you guys must realize well, that. Well, no, of course not. Not yeah, to what you what, yeah. what, read the synopsis. What, they're, what they the are synopsis, following is the flip flop. The synopsis for the film is the same as the synopsis for the book. I haven't read that. No, it may start the same way, but it won't end the same <laughs> way. I'm just saying, no. it's well, not fucking. It's, really it's not government registration. I think it's, can we at least admit that? It literally it says government, government registration. It's, 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 it's more Sarkovia about Sokovia Accords or whatever. Sokovia Accords. Accords. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah, so but what it's you not think regist- the But everyone, like, she dumped the fucking files online. Everyone knows who everyone it's is. It's not about identity. Exactly. It's about accountability. accountability. That's not registration of mine. It, yes, it is. Regis- it's it literally is, no. registering okay, who you are. If you drive a car without a license and you get pulled over, you're st- there's still a paper trail of you having driven a car, but you're not licensed to yet. Yeah. You still did something but that's wrong. That's more identity. Even though but exactly my point. You, they want them to, like, like, and I mean, that's the opening, like, Aside from the internment camp stuff, like that's the opening of the first X Men movie, where they're talking yeah. about registration. Well, we license people to drive, don't we? <clears throat> yeah, not, but not to, to live. Ah, oh, that's such a great line, right? I remember that. <laughs> it's the it's the first shot in X Men. It is the theme of X Men. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. But okay, back to Civil War. To me, this is what it it's following. It's accountability <laughs> and who the Avengers actually answer to, quote unquote. That's the fight. It's got nothing to do with fucking identity. I never read Civil War, the comic book, so I don't even bother throwing that in there. It's that's to me why I'm on fucking Stark side. It's why I'm all about Team Stark. A because it's entertaining as hell being against you. And C <laughs> it's fucking. Uh, uh, I've been f- we this fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe up to this point has followed the fucking life of Tony Stark. You think they're you think they're going to kill off uh, Steve Rogers? Oh, yes. they could. I say no, it's Hawkeye. Civil War ends with the death of uh, the Steve, Roth, of Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, no, he gets shot Rogers. or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 and Ben Bucky takes the he he surrenders War Falcon. As, he surrenders well, as Steve Rogers. I follow the fucking rumor mill pretty hard, and there's apparently they'd shot three different endings to keep everyone keep everyone off their game, uh. including one that was fucking Sharon Osbourne, which is in, or wait, not Sharon Osbourne, Sharon Carter, Carter, yeah, oh yeah, the uh, which well, I Sharon Carter is actually who kills him in the comics. Really? Yeah, she gets brainwashed. Yeah, Agent what thirteen? Agent thirteen. Yeah. yeah, she puts two bullets in his chest. I don't know. I, I stress it to you guys. I'll say it on the fucking show too. Where I'm all for female leads and fucking all that kind of stuff. I just don't want to see him doing it to pander to an audience. And I feel that that would be pandering to an audience. What would be having fucking Sharon Carter take up the shield? 
when oh, take when over? Fu- yeah, when there's Bucky and fucking Falcon right there. It, it, it all depends on the content of the film. If Fair enough. It, they earn if, it. Okay, yeah. I guess it's, I, I agree. It'll I be, agree. It, 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 I mean, the writing has to be, be fucking good. But I mean, though, how sweet would that be? Like but, the descendant of Agent Carter becoming the next Captain America? I'd Steve, be fucking down for no, that. Steve made a good point. As long as it's written well. But to me, if it's just like but, she's fucking in the movie 10 minutes in the last five, like she takes up the fucking man. Winter Soldier? They've clearly shown that they don't pander in that way. Because I mean, even without cry as to the like merchandising and 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 female content, uh, female representation in the films, like they they don't really bow down to the no. the masses crying out. They're, they're telling the story that they want to tell, and I do think there are a bunch of suits that are like only only boys and only men like this stuff. I hope the Russos. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, they did such a phenomenal job with Winter Soldier, though. They did, and. Well, and I mean, like, and they got it such an uphill battle. And with that Infinity was Wars. that was such a sequel, a sequel a lot of people didn't see coming to. After 100%. the first Captain America, you're like, no one oh, I wonder where, what's going to happen in this one because the yeah. last one was a period piece. It was literally I mean, cab adjusting. No one's I really tried, and like now that I'm more familiar with them in like cinematic director roles, uh, the Russo brothers, like I try to every time I rewatch Community, I try to pick out the episodes yeah. that are directed by one or the other, right, yeah. or sometimes both. And uh, and like they are, some, they're always some of the best. And like, yeah. what a great way to cut your teeth in like a postmodern. Uh, arena, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like in a, in a self-aware like. You guys gotta watch some of the extra features on the fucking Phase Two box set, man. Watching those behind the scenes on Winter I Soldier. I will when I ever get a chance. Fuck, yeah. man, are they ever fucking good? Like action sequences with the mm-hmm. Russell is fucking uh, is Russell's right? Yeah, Russo's. Russo's yeah. is fucking. Oh man, because the first scene they ever filmed on Winter Soldier was the elevator scene. Yeah, and they were showing how they went through it like step by step. Fuck, oh, that was what a intense, beautiful man. scene! Oh, what a gorgeous, beautiful scene! Yeah. I was scene. just thinking that uh, if we end up uh, doing a thing that we were talking about, the spoof that we would have to do would be for. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just like a fantasy. Oh, the event. elevator it would scene. Have yeah. to be the elevator scene. It would have to be. <laughs> Before we get started, does anybody want to get? Out? <laughs> it would have to be spoofing that scene. That'd be that was, amazing. That was what they released Community. as the teaser too, right? Yeah. yeah. And then when they did it on Community, yeah. that was oh, a great scene too. That's a good scene. Paintball and he's accidentally wasting them all. <laughs> Amazing well, fuck scene. It. We're, we're, we're well Amazing into this scene. episode of fucking Cinephiles, so let's uh, discuss <laughs> some fucking Force Awakens. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. I like. I, it's funny. Like my, how many times? How many times my, have you ever seen it? Two, <laughs> two times. Two times. Um, it's funny. My, it's like the most common reaction I have to like like. A disagreement, I guess. Not the necessarily people that that agree with my out, outlook, but the most common reaction that I have to like talking about people who are like speaking ill of the film or like they've got you know gripes about it. Most of the time, I'm like, "Did you watch the movie? Yeah. Like th- that, only, that was explained yeah. a completely different way if you actually paid attention." <laughs> like, Anyone bitching about it? The only bitch I've seen is like, "Well, it's just like a New Hope." Well, no shit on purpose. Yeah, you, you pointed that out after. Yeah, J.J. Abrams said it best, like, and of course he would. He's the guy directing it, but like he said it best in saying that like we go backwards in some ways to go forwards in completely new ways. Mm, yeah. Right? We 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 retrace some steps to to make all new paths, and yeah. that's exactly what they did all throughout the film. Like one thing that somebody was uh, complaining about was like just the, like exactly that. Like we start off with this like up and coming character on a desert planet and then end with blowing up this giant space weapon. And like, it's just way too similar all the way through. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, like you got to see in the original trilogy, the episode four, five and six, you got to see the rise of Luke and like his challenges and his struggles. And and then that wrap up of that story. And then you got to see his father in the prequels, Anakin start off very, very similarly, but take a different path. He goes down the path of light at first and then into the dark side. He gets seduced. And and not for nothing, but like, and now we've got two characters in this one. Like we've um, got Ray and we've got, well not Finn, we've got Kylo. Kylo, I think Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock put it best is that, um, uh, in any sort of movie, 
especially when you're trying to develop characters, it's always important to try to put some sort of MacGuffin in there. And so what that is is basically like some object or something that a goal that everyone's going towards. It doesn't have to be tangible, but there needs to be a direction where everything's going, right? And not for nothing, but like, I mean, that's kind of, that's the best way for Star Wars to develop its characters is if everyone's heading towards this one thing or trying to do this one thing, right? I mean, friggin' Marvel does it really well with uh, the Tesseract in phase one, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I thought a really good analysis of like the ending scene when they blow up the Star Killer base was that like I mean a lot of people were like well it it's it's just like the Death Stars you know it's like this last ditch effort hail mary kind of like suicide mission to like try it. but like what people didn't catch is that they failed yeah. they like their their mission that they planned in that room and they're like hey let's do this thing yeah. they failed they were flying away from it they're like yeah. well that didn't work shit yeah. and then it was all of a sudden the explosions yeah. and, the, and the and the Chewie and, Chewy and Han and, and yeah. that whole scene playing out that gave them the opportunity to fly back yeah. and then actually take but it out but he says he's like that something just lit up on that yeah, yeah, like, octagon or whatever is that us was yeah. that us is that our team kind yeah. of thing like yeah they were about to abandon mission and let the Starkiller base destroy them yeah, uh, one of the other things I really appreciate of the film is uh, some of the charm that J.J. Abrams put into it. A lot of the dialogue was really well written in regards to hitting the humorous thing was funny to me, man. The humorous oh, notes, man, yeah, it was cracking me. Up. Well, like, like what, I wanted to go and say, like, I think the whole escape from Jakku scene goes down in cinematic history for me because that whole scene from fucking beginning to end of the escape from it's literally called escape from Jakku is the one that actually they filmed in 70 millimeter yeah. it, it does it so much for me it, it hits every fucking beat dialogue wise yeah. it hits so many action beats the, like, it hits nostalgia it hits your fucking heartstrings. I'll tell you <sighs> man well done. there's like three seconds that's perfect film and it's when she says that's a piece of garbage and your brain is like click, you have just click, enough click. time. You don't. Yeah. You have just enough time for I the didn't dawning of the realize. Like you before don't they have, do real. Yeah, you don't. I was about to say the same thing. Time not quite enough, and then the Millennium Falcon is in your face, and you're like, and, <gasps> and, and they knew that, right? They're yeah. like, people are going to put two and two, so we gotta, what we gotta be quick on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't think, and I read spoilers, and I didn't think we're going with the garbage Millennium Falcon. Well, it's like the way that I described it was like she says, like, no, that ship is garbage. We're gonna go with this one, and like while that ship that they're running towards gets blown up like my mind is like hey junk i wonder if that's the and like yeah. as i'm saying yeah. the in my and, own we'll take the garbage and, yeah. and, and if you were in the theater like there was an audible gas yeah, when it, it was got audible revealed. cheers was like, <gasps> it yep. was fucking cheers yeah, yeah. And i think that's cheering. what i love about it really so much well like you guys i've said it on the podcast many times is i'm i'm a sucker for fucking fan reactions yeah, yeah. yeah. i fucking loved every that's why i had to see star wars on opening night and and yeah. and another that's thing true. um that even uh, when we went again on christmas day it was the same thing I know. I know. There uh, there's no one. There's no one in this table that I need to convince of it. But like, it, yeah. I know it's beating a dead horse with this one. But um, I, I do appreciate that um, the threads were properly put in place. And what I mean by that is, a lot of people that complain about this movie weren't play, paying close enough attention. A yeah. perfect example is how people were saying that. Well. You know, Ray and Finn, uh, or mainly Ray, was able to defeat Kylo Ren, who's a trained mm, Jedi no. knight, technically. And you know, like. Something so simple that a lot of people didn't put it together was the 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 mention of Chewbacca's gun and it's how like, it just yeah, blows people times. away. Four like, times in the film, they make, they, they mention yeah. and make reference to this gun being amazing, like and, the most amazing. And then in the third Stone act, troopers flying twenty feet through the air, like two of them dying from one explosion. A, there's also another 
kicker that everyone, I think a lot of people missed, I mentioned to you guys, is mm-hmm. when Maz Kanata is talking about her, you start using the force, close your eyes. If you notice, the camera's on Ray. She doesn't close her eyes when Maz does. And talks yeah. about the force. Or she's just staring at her. Yeah. She does close her eyes when fucking Kylo yeah. mentions the force. Yeah, she closes And all them. of a sudden, yeah. she let the force in. Yeah. And then, of course, she, she's... Like, well, she, and people are but, pissing me off with their fucking like when they're talking about <laughs> so, like oh my god she fucking uh, Ray is uh, able to take down a trained fucking Jedi yeah like, it's the fucking force wasted. like it's like so yeah so let me let me finish movie? my thought let me finish my thought so we just all and I know you guys know it's just like I mean so Chewbacca shoots Kylo Ren with this gun that's been referenced three times this prior about uh, uh, yeah. Gun. Uh, and, and and he's still able to one chase them down and take well, them both on. I mean, even when he gets hit, he he staggers. Yeah, he doesn't get blown back. He he's just like, down, ooh, ouch. He takes down a fully <laughs> trained. And then they show him like they show him hitting it, hitting it to try yeah. and yeah, yeah, like, and like fresh blood coming out of it. Like, how yeah. did people miss this shit? Yeah. yeah. So so that's one. And 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 then the, and they're like, how did Finn do it? Like the first time he held it. First of all, he the first time he held it was at Maz's cantina. Yeah. 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 So no, it's not the first time he he beat that traitor. Yeah. Or almost beat that traitor, um, yeah. uh, uh, what you call stormtrooper. But yeah. like, he gets <laughs> wasted. He gets sliced down the back and left for yeah, dead yeah, by yeah, Kylo. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't win that battle. He didn't nope. last very long. He's 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 like he is the, the sidekick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is totally the sidekick. He did his, he did his best, and he probably gave. Ray, uh, Ray just enough time is the thing. Yeah. He didn't win any battle yeah. by a long shot. She had to go back and save him. He's a good character him. because uh, it's just funny trying, people trying to put all these rules to the, the fucking force. Yeah. It's the goddamn force. Like, like the, the yeah. fucking it doesn't but follow like, rules. Yeah. Well, like, except she one. shouldn't this be able to do the Jedi the mind trick. Like, are you a like, fucking like, Jedi? Yeah. Shut up and, and watch the movie. One <laughs> thing that bugged me too is like they were like, oh, how is she able to like you know uh, tune into it so quickly and i'm like hey first of all they've already set up in the other movies and even in this one that the force affects people differently some people are a lot more attuned to it than others some species are a lot more attuned to it than others there's even like species that rely on it that have nothing to do with the jedi they just know about the force and their force and enabled right force sensitive beings force sensitive force enabled whatever you want to call it um even some Species in the Star Wars expanded universe use technology that uses the Force, which is weird, Careful right? Careful skirting yeah. around this expanded universe. Well, I know. They're legends now. But still, point being that like she was honing herself. Like the, the one shot that gives that away to me is when she scratches another notch into those thousands of notches every day. She's Discipline. doing the same thing. She's finding the like water. She's like divining yeah. her way to the most valuable parts of this scavenging so operation. So hands down and that. And surviving alone. Yeah. She's, she's been honing herself. Yeah. The, the only yeah. problem is she doesn't have a teacher. So it's like yeah. un, she doesn't know undisciplined, what she's right? Yeah. Yeah. So her ability, to, her ability to um, resist Kylo Ren was the big moment for me in that yeah. movie. Because th- th- at that point, I knew, oh, she she's, the main, she's the main character. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not Finn, it's her. Well, yeah. I mean, that was clear, from, that was yeah. clear yeah. from the trailers. Like, yeah. there's been an awakening, and like, then you watch and you get from context, the awakening is yeah. in Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one theory that I know is in a new theory of mine is that, uh, I mean, obviously, we're going full blown into spoilers here. So if you're already <laughs> if you're already this far into the podcast, you're screwed. But we're gonna redo the opening. This is gonna be a <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> catwalk. The oh. moment on the catwalk. Oh yeah. So a, I was like, don't you step on that catwalk, Han Solo. Um, mm-hmm. No, you make him come to you because people die on catwalks. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's true, though. He was catwalk. He, like, he knew exactly where his father was and he was leading him out into the yeah. open. Yeah. Oh, man, that chewy. Line. And I think 
and the thing is, he didn't have time to aim. Chewie didn't aim. No, fair <laughs> enough. But um, I will say this: like um, the one you the, posted the, before that was the uh, that whole scene. Everybody kind of knew what was coming. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's interesting. Again, people were complaining about it, but again, my big thing uh, going into it is like. Like Han Solo was avoiding Ben for this exact reason. I yeah, really feel he knew that. He was going to take him down. Like I, I no, well, um, I think he well, just like, didn't. He was scared of what his son would become, right? I th- or what I, I thought it was. I thought it was like a. Like, I thought it was a Romeo moment, where it's like either I or both, or either I or you or both must go with him, kind of thing. Like yeah. where it's just like, um, if we meet, one of us or both of us need to die. I think. Yeah. Leia, I think I, Leia generally. Sorry, I think Leia generally believed that. How could bring him home though? Yes, she oh, did. Yeah, oh, she did. So. She is the Han most pure of the light side of all of the characters of in any of the films. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's never been tempted once. I <laughs> I like that read. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I truly, truly, truly believe that if Ray hadn't have tapped into the Force, he might not have killed Han. Well, because, would, yeah. because there's yeah, he wouldn't have had that in, that Force, meeting with Snoke. Well, the Force is always trying to find balance, right? Yep. And he was always struggling with the light and the dark, but Ray has become the light of the Force. So he, so he, he went the other way. Mm, because, not bad, not bad. Because she took the light. Well, right? I, I read this really... Like, not bad. <laughs> like, I read these yeah. two different things independent <laughs> of each other, but they actually really complement each other. And one was like... Uh, a serious analysis of the prequels and it's just like perhaps this is what George Lucas was trying to do and he kind of failed with like getting in his own way um, and, and, and just and just demanding weird edits and then getting to the point where you can't go back and change things because money's been spent and yeah. time's been spent and you just gotta get stick with what you got kind of thing polish a turd right <laughs> um, but um, so, so that was the first thing and then the second thing was in, uh, a theory the, a fan theory online about like why things in the Force the, the events of the Force Awakens specifically relating to Kylo Ren uh, happened so the the breakdown um, to put it into like really it was like a long essay it was really well written so you know to not do it justice and to break it down into a soundbite basically it was saying um, like take a look at the 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 Jedi the the incarnation of the Jedi and the incarnation of the dark side in the original trilogy and then in the prequel trilogy uh, where th- there's always this talk about balance there's always this talk about balance but yeah, it's yeah. like if you take a look at it it's like the Jedi Council is actually staunchly like if you want to relate it to political leanings of today staunchly conservative like they've got these hard fast rules and they they want to impose their their doctrine on everybody and yep. and you got and we also want to indoctrinate kids very very young mm. we don't even accept kids after a certain age because they might not be able to accept this yeah. um fast forward to Anakin being accepted after his age range yeah. at the defiance of of the council in Qui-Gon Jinn and therefore his you know and then uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi right the council says no and they say well we're gonna fucking do it anyway and he is going to be so he's old enough to question things he's not indoctrinated he's old enough to question things and he starts realizing how staunch and and kind of wrong the Jedi Council has become and uh, so he starts getting seduced by the dark side with the help of uh, (coughs) Palpatine and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and um, um, hang on I'm trying to find the next next station in my train of thought um, Sparked a good one for me, so. But uh, oh my god, totally losing my train of thought. Um, 
prequels, the link, the fucking. Well, no, it's just the path of like the, well, the there, character. There's a compelling argument for Anakin's motivation. Too. Well, they're, well, they're libertarian, is what the dark yeah. side is, and, the, and and libertarian is kind of like you know, uh, unlike the dark side, libertarianism is more based on like I just want to take care of myself and like have do, no one else do interfere. what you want. Nobody yeah. should interfere, and as long as I'm not doing harm by others, then nobody sh- has the right to interfere. Yeah. But as soon as I do, then people can intervene because they're just protecting themselves, yeah. just as I would protect myself if somebody intervened with me. Yeah. But it's basically like live and let live is libertarianism, and that's what the dark side represents in that. But both sides have their their problems, and 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 they keep trying to find balance by like having a hero on the light side versus <clears throat> an evil person on the dark side. So then, fast forward into this new theory about Kylo Ren and the discussion specifically that he has, like the undertones of the discussion he has with. Um, um, Han Solo is that he says like I, I I want this pain to be gone. I want this this temptation of the light side and like this being torn in two yeah. different directions. I need it to stop. Like, will you help me, kind of thing? And he's asking, and like, and he's, sure, yeah. I'll help you. Like of that, course. he says, of yeah. course I will help you with that, knowing full well that it's like, okay, well, you either have to kill me to end my suffering, or I have oh. to kill you to end my suffering. Mm. And so the idea is that what if no one knows you for sure yet, except for the people planning the storyline. But mm-hmm. like, what if he ha- decided? While he was being, you know, while he was up and coming with the new Jedi trainees with Luke Skywalker and potentially with Rey in the mix there, although she yeah. might not remember it because uh, she has flashbacks to the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. And when somebody goes to attack her, even though well, she's not, her, she doesn't, the forest gave her a, a, a sequence from it. Well, no, true, true. Yeah. But you could infer that some of that came from her own memory. We don't know. Yeah. It, it's a leap. It's but, a possibility. But yes. okay, fair enough. she's in the, she, the, the thing that sets sets it up is that she's in that flashback and one of the Knights of Ren steps towards her and then gets attacked by Kylo Ren. Yeah. So it's almost like Kylo Ren's protecting this one person. Mm. It's adult Ray that you see there or present day Ray, but what if that's just a representation in her mind of when she was a child, right? Mm, at at bad. one of at mm-hmm. the Knights of Ren coming and killing all the Jedi Padawans, right? Fuck, that sequence has become critical, man. It, it really has. Yeah. That 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 dream sequence when she grabs the lightsaber is is yeah. key to the rest of these these films. But so again, what if Kylo Ren decided that he would go to the dark side and he would try and finish what Anakin did? What did Anakin try and do? Well, I mean, through Destroy most, the Sith. well, yeah. through most of them, he's the bad guy and he's the like you know second in command of the Sith next to Palpatine. But at the very end, what he does is he saves Luke and he kills the Emperor and yeah. he gives the light side another chance and tries to tell he Luke, fulfilled you know, the prophecy. Balance it. Yeah, well, sort of. Mm. He got the closest, I think. But I don't. The, think the true argument has is been that found. he he gave he. Through Luke, he fulfilled the prophecy. It'll always to bring balance back to the force. But I don't think balance has been found yet. Is the whole point of this new chapter is that because Luke was like, "Peace out, homies." Kylo Ren going to the dark side. Perhaps that means that he's trying to go full dark side so that he can get as close as he can to Emperor Snoke and to the 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 supreme leader. Uh, And then you've got Rey on the other side, who's kind of up and coming on the light side. And now he knows this. Now he's actually aware of this, which he was aware before he killed Han. You're putting that. That's a good. You're putting a lot of emphasis on Kylo being a very smart character. Well, yeah. Well, why you don't think he is? No. He's the he's, son he's obs- of Han the thing and is, Leia, he's obsessed man. with his grandfather, yeah, yeah. Vader. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's absolutely obsessed with that. I just don't that. agree. So it's what, did he, mean? Theory, what did he mean by finishing Anakin's job? That's the big question. Yeah. So, so, you're right. It, it, it's, there's a lot left in this fucking this story, right? But well, so, so the idea is that perhaps he's trying to have the balance come to the force by having two people acting with common interests mm-hmm. on the dark side and the light that's side. Theory, yeah. mm-hmm. And that yeah. might finally bring balance. I don't disagree. I just don't think that's what's happening. I think the idea, the overall arc is if... If yeah. uh, what they're planning here is that, yeah, at the end of all this, 
if balance is going to be achieved, it's peace between the light and the dark as opposed to two opposing ends. Well, because they yeah. always want to cancel each other out yeah, instead yeah. of realizing that they're an, the antithesis of each other. Sweet and sour, always, right? Always so, so, trying to find balance. And it's interesting because that, that's the whole thing I was going to say is in regards to the prequels, one of the – my thing is a misstep is that we have Anakin. He really – like I, I think uh, George Lucas kind of misstepped in regards to like – Anakin ends up killing Padme, but what if what if the plot for part three and even leading into it is the fact that the Jedi, while they may have the remember because they they keep toying with the idea of power over life and death, right? Yeah. What if the Jedi had that ability, but they were sworn not to meddle in what they deemed as what's supposed to happen? So, in other words, we can't change someone's fate. What if it, in that instance, Padme? She's sick or she's fated to die of something, right? And Anakin has all the power, has has the ability, the ability to, to learn the power to stop it, but the Jedi refused to allow him to do so. Mm-hmm. That would have been much better motivation than what they ended up doing in the movie. And then he, well, I think we all know that like, much more motivation like for the seduction. And it also the it also side. villainizes they the light side because it makes yeah. them way too. Um, uh, it, it makes them hypocritical, yeah. right? Yeah, which, well, they, I which think, they are in the subtext, but well, I yeah. think the light side's already vilified. Like that whole quote of fucking Yoda's is powerful. You must train yourself to let go of everything you feel to, uh, fear to lose. As in, you love fucking Padme. You must let her go. You must walk away. And that's from what her, I'm saying right? is like, like that conduct. That that I to think me the, as, that's fucking horrible. No, but <laughs> I agree. But those are words, uh, and 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 they're not followed through with action. Well, right? and the thing is, is that you get a very different Yoda between prequels and original trilogy. The thing is, is well, that he's seen some shit. He's already saying no to like a twelve-year-old or nine-year-old kid being like in, yeah. uh, accepted into the the younglings. Uh, into the Padawan program, and then you've got Luke coming to find him in his like desperate attempt to be alone for the rest of his you know extremely long Yoda life. So you've got him like actually training Luke on Dagobah, and like he, his his advice is completely different. And it's almost it as if after all this time alone, he's he's finally gotten one more chance to correct the wrongs that yep. he did earlier. Yeah. And, and that's it, why like uh, like especially what I loved about. Force Awakens coming out is a lot of people were getting into the fucking Star Wars lore again. Mm. And the one thing that was really starting to piss me off and still does was the fucking everyone hating on the prequels. Now, with that said, prequels are definitely a rough watch. It's fucking yipes, right? And I think everyone knows what the reason what happened. Lucas gets so caught up with making sure every character has a name and backstory and he, he, he does he tries to get so convoluted or he ends up getting so convoluted in the universe lore that he can't do the fucking main storyline but yeah. I still think there are some very what? fucking like well, I love the prequels what I was about to say is he tried to like unlike the original trilogy he in the, in the prequels he pandered to the kids yeah. yeah. In, instead, yeah. instead of like, because what he recognizes is that he put these three movies out, and he's like, "Wow, kids love this shit, and we've made a ton of money off of merchandising. Yeah, yeah. Let's aim for that." Instead of like yeah. not realizing that that's not where you aimed in the first place, you yeah. aimed in this yeah. direction, and you also got this as a bonus. And yeah. now you've kind of missed. So, um, what I was gonna say exactly. is, uh, I still love them. Uh, motivation no, in episode two for all the faults in the prequels. The motivation of him unable to, like the Jedi's not the Jedi Order not allowing him to go to Tatooine mm. and save his mother. Like that was really good motivation, but then the, like that that momentum just dissipates. Stop. Like it hit you'd, a wall. You'd think you'd think you'd start episode three with him being resentful towards the Jedi is, and or Ben 
uh, over the fact that you know it's like I I saw my mother die because you just called him Ben yeah, so Obi Wan Kenobi yeah, yeah no, um, like, um must mean old that's ben a na- that's because <laughs> exactly. like the whole thing because the whole thing is like the during episode two he's like I need to get to my mom I need to get to my mom he gets to his mom sees her die and he's all pissed off but then the third act happens and he doesn't really get to deal with those issues yeah. it'd be really cool if episode three started with him already like. Resentful towards the Jedi Order, really standoffish towards Obi Wan Kenobi. They do, they do attempt that in yeah. that, like he's no, but then he sucks up to him. Like at after, the start, well, no, at the no, very start, right, when he like, ignored him. Yeah, when he well, he ignores the orders, and he's also just like questioning everything. Yeah, when he's with him being, and Obi Wan, that tension at the start of Episode Two, if that continued on, that would have made that fucking Mustafar battle so much more personal. And I, you know me, I fucking that. Whoa, that would have been so awesome, right? Where oh, you're, well. you're trying to fight your no, fucking best friend. Right? Like that's just it. Is that they were trying to, and they just didn't hit it. No, they didn't, didn't right. hit it. No. So, with that being said, with that being motivations said, <laughs> in this new movie much clearer. Yeah, I will literally jerk off if they if they do a fucking uh, uh, Ian McGregor, some kind of fucking solo. Like it was enough to get the fucking boner going just to hear him in that fucking dream sequence that I only caught on the second watch, but. I'm so glad they fucking did that. I love that character, and I love him as Obi Wan Kenobi, and I want to see a solo movie. I guess he'll Keep be up. he'll be an older Obi Wan at this do point. You, do you love Obi Wan and Anakin? Because Obi Wan and Anakin number one just came out. <laughs> I know, and I want it. It's I like like you have to tell me these things. Can also, I get, can I get, get Obi Wan and Anakin number one? Yeah. <laughs> would be a, you know would be a great Done. twist is if because I I know a lot of people are expecting Finn and Rey to have this possible oh, love interest. So cute going movie. forward. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Poe and Finn. Yeah. That's what I everyone's think. been talking about. I'd rather that. What? Poe and <laughs> Finn. Poe and Finn touching dicks? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, docking. Pay attention to the movie. Space docking. They have way more chemistry than Finn and Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think Disney has the balls. I really don't. No, they don't. They don't well, okay, they might not come right out and say it, like they, they can absolutely they have, allude to it. Oh, they have sure. a moment where like they, they almost kiss... When like when when Finn they sees that up. he's still alive, yeah, and, well, and he's when BB-8 like if he's you like, Keep follow jacket, it, BB-8 man. like tells him, yeah, because like he's like, oh my god, BB-8, and then BB-8 says something, and you see Poe look around like what, yeah. and then catch eyes. The on, love of on my Finn. life is here. Exactly. <laughs> well, and, he, and did talk, he did, he did save me. his life. Like, so way more chemistry. So one, Poe, uh, Poe, definitely the Han Solo of this of this new trilogy because like that guy is so badass. That like good yeah. he has very little the screen time, but he's such a. He's oh, so yeah. awesome. That killing sequence was awesome. And number two, Is and I don't think anybody saw this coming. About him is Six Machine Poe Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the traitor, the traitor stormtrooper has become the Boba Fett of this franchise. He's gonna. I hope nice. he comes back. I really well, no, hope he Phasma comes back. Is the Boba Fett of this, but I, he will I come do back. like that theory that if Phasma yeah, was, that but but that's the thing. Phasma was Phasma. set up to be the yeah. Boba Fett. But this one stormtrooper ended up being him. But we don't we don't have Phasma yet. We're going to no. get her next. No, you, you know so there's some unresolved we, we, stuff. What there. we got is well, it's not I really also an origin story. But we got an origin story for relevance to the characters Phasma. within this 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 arc. So yeah, I Definitely. see that coming in the sequel. That Finn, <laughs> Finn and Phasma have some unfinished business. Yeah, no, I think that they'll they'll face off either either in the beginning of the third film or at the in the second half of the, the it's second that film. Second act. Three well, Finn battle. needs an arc. Yeah. While uh, Star Wars does the two battles. Right? Ray's yeah, exactly. going to be training, right? So Finn needs something to do. Yeah. I'm di- <laughs> well, I'm dying to see uh, a couple things that we're excited for. We'll, uh, we'll list off a couple things that we're excited for for uh, eight and nine. Is I can't wait to see fully trained Kylo versus fully trained Rey. Oh yeah, that I think is, that'll. I, that's I, that's, I, that's gonna be. I want nine. to see Duel of the Fate style fucking Obi Wan Darth Maul fucking. Sword, but good uh, this time. Saber. <laughs> it was good then, man. That was some awesome fucking uh, saber fighting. That's man. one thing I will say is that the prequels. Park? The prequels Fuck. took the the 
uh, lightsaber fighting to a new level. Yeah. They really did. I, I would argue that, um, yeah, it looked cool and everything, but it almost looked too good. You know what I mean? It looked way, uh, way Maul less versus like a... Obi but and like, Qui-Gon? It, it, looked more, it, it looked more like a dance than a fight. But that's just Especially in episode that one. True fighting that's is that's exactly yeah. my Where's point Brody? is what I loved about it. Brody's voice mean, just came through my head. The, the, like, the reaction that I had, even like being younger, watching that in theaters and stuff, because like, you, know, you watch the original trilogy ad nauseum and everything like so many times, and so you, you know... Like, it's so cheesy when like, you've got Obi-Wan like... Uh, uh, yeah, like yeah. Darth and th- there's so a bad. really good yeah. comic about that. But then, like, how you like, remember it, and it's like this exactly, epic battle. Yeah. How, how you how see it when you're older is just like... The it was. It was <laughs> yeah. horrible. But then, yeah. but then you cut back to like uh, the prequel fighting and stuff. Yeah. It's like now this is the heyday of like there actually is a Jedi Council. This yeah. is, they're actually operating in secret and training and stuff instead of this is what a Jedi like it's just a working yeah. operable Jedi. Oh, that's why they. That's but why the sword fighting I, I, was in its prime instead I, I, of rusty. I know it was so. I know even uh, it'll probably look lame watching it again. But no, no, I just saw it last year. Um, uh, Darth Vader versus Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. I love that. That fight was a so good fight much. too. That's such. They a did nice good guy. work there. They it did good, good work there. That's but really I just good. like. Uh, and again, that was I, I that was leaps the, and bounds I hate from the prequel a new fucking, hope as well. Uh, I hate the prequel razzing. Like the whole machete thing, I think is dumb. Like the machete order. I, give me, I, oh really? I think. Well, I said it in that fucking the geek group where I'm like, you want to watch Star Wars? Watch from episode one to episode six. No, fucking but bang, dude, bang, bang. But the the machete order is the one that has the best impact for the reveal, the reveal that of Darth Vader. Uh, the Darth so. Vader reveal. Because if you watch it. it episode one through six, number five's reveal is like, oh well, I already know what's going to happen. Well, what I haven't watched yet. Like but a I think lot it's of be Empire is, is the, uh, based on the fact that this is about to be revealed. <laughs> I so want to watch the cheeseless order? edit, the cheeseless fan edit. The, I watched the, them. Of the prequels. They're pretty decent, actually. That's just it. Is I think that they really cleaned up a lot of the issues. Eighty-eight minutes for Phantom Menace, uh, pretty digestible. Which one was this? It's the cheeseless uh, prequels uh, fan edit. So they cut out like a lot of unnecessary stuff, like fart jokes and poop jokes. And, and they and they did they, some. What? They, yeah. they changed the you know like jokes. the voice the viceroy and his <laughs> and his like sidekick and stuff. They actually changed that to alien dialect oh, with alien, subtitles. Yes, I, I, okay, I remember in keeping this with a lot of other aliens and, and in the, the Star Wars and the, the 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 um. The dub, uh, like the dub voice, they, a lot more mature they take language. Out the, Gung- yeah, yeah, yeah. the Gungan City, and uh, they fair re- enough, repitch Natalie Portman. Jar Jar is more purposeful as opposed to accidental. <laughs> Same with Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. I, I, I still anyone that wants to get into Star Wars lore, I still recommend watching it as they were meant to be seen. Four, so four, five, six, six one, one, two, three. three. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll yeah. give you that chronological of release. Yeah. Release. Look, that's what they're meant to be seen. Right? That's, that's yeah, how they're that's made. What, that's how I tell people to watch it. Mm. I think so too. I get because I, I get a lot of people coming in the store. You know, I think like, that's what was missing in the prequel trilogy. I don't think maybe it, maybe the the big thing about the prequel trilogy that the the biggest mark that was missed is there needed to be a grand reveal, and I think that grand reveal should have been that everyone was expecting Palpatine to be the uh, the Emperor, and then to reveal that it wasn't. That would have been a really. There's great some twist. shiny moments. Like, does anyone remember in Episode Two when Count Dooku actually went to fucking Obi Wan? Was just like. Here's what's going down, and yeah. we can actually completely change the fate of all of this. I, I to was, me, I'm just like fuck. I like, was up until I saw Dooku on that little speeder bike running away in the towards the end of that fight. It's like this is terrible. Why? What do you I'm, want him I'm, to do? I'm, pictures, I'm picturing Christopher Lee in front of a green screen with a oh. fan blowing in his face. <laughs> That's all what it was. Yeah. You know so, what? You quick. know what I love about Christopher Lee though is. Uh, he, he, His Christmas carols, metal Christmas. Well, carols? have you ever have you ever heard of this? Uh, he said this line, and you can see it in all his performances. Because I will say, Christopher Lee is actually really good in the prequels. And he's yeah. he quotes, he's like, "Everybody does terrible movies. The key, though, is 
for you not to be terrible in those movies. Yeah, yeah. Be a shine out. Be, yeah. be, well, be a standout. I think it's it's no like him fucking Ewan McGregor. Like is Hayden Christensen that was horrible. That one Jar Jar was horrible in those prequels. Jar Jar wasn't even a person though. It's just like oh, I mean that was the Caribbean guy that was underneath him. Then I feel bad for that was. actor because <laughs> he's probably like people think that's me. This <laughs> like, is my next best thing. Well, I mean it wasn't it wasn't like that actor didn't do mocap. That he did for the just, first one. You can see it's it. Just voiceover. Well, no, the motion capture was, but I don't yeah. think it was the actor who did the voiceover. Oh no, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was separate, was. separate entity. Oh the, my god, uh, could you imagine? The big unlike, debate now. Unlike Andy Serkis, the master of mocap, who's been actually like let spread his wings, Rock, right? And in, that's why he's been so memorable he's in, in so many man. movies. Yeah, he deserves <laughs> an Oscar. I, I'm like, he fucking needs like a best. I actor will say Oscar. that Jar Jar Binks did pave the road for Gollum. Oh, for all if, oh, if, yeah. if Jar Jar on Binks the tech had... side, Jar Jar Binks is the one that destroyed the fucking Republic. He's the one that voted emergency powers. Yeah, he's literally the worst character out there. Well, I mean, it's funny because there there are those uh, <coughs> theories that maybe he was Darth Plagueis oh, no, the yeah. entire time. They did that on how it uh, how it should have ended. It's just like Misa the Sith. I'm just like no. <laughs> I think the big no, debate you now. Said not at anything. <laughs> I think the big debate now uh, will it beat uh, Avatar. It's only a billion away now. It just <laughs> the, way no, no, no. the way you said no, 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 it is just it's only D- a DVD sales Latest are easily news. like seven hundred million. You know, Latest right? news: They mm-hmm. just surpassed Jurassic Park this afternoon. So they're I know. over one point yeah. six. It's it's, it's no, it's at one point seven one right now. So it needs a billion. Boom. Yeah. Be tough. Someone uh, just won a billion in lotto. Dude, dude, don't want. I don't think they remember. Remember, yeah, Avatar's Avatar's all time gross is everything, including home video and everything. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yep. We'll see. Like technically, Blue Avatar Ray. is "quote unquote" Limited still making edition. money, right? It's just it's few yeah, it's hit a mark where it's not that ticker's going to move very slowly at this. One point. thing that Limited you know, edition. you already see for yeah, yeah, the only thing, um, one thing that might happen if they're like forty or fucking fifty million short, then you know damn well just like what uh, uh, Mark Bernard said that the Disney will probably re-release it right ahead of Rogue One. Oh yeah, just to try to get him over that hump, right? <laughs> Kind of like how okay no maybe I won't say that because that's a little bit. Well, it's it. <laughs> I was gonna say, kind of like how um, all of a sudden all of the northern kickoff seats were purchased. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just to kind of throw it over the fucking top, right? Well, she I got mean, no, two point seven to beat. So Sorry. we'll, we'll so a billion that. to go, and it's only been out not even a month yet. So yep. Is it been yes? Yeah, not even been a month. Holy shit! It's been uh, four weeks it's setting its China records. Mm. Yeah. What did it open with? Open with it didn't I didn't, release, I didn't I catch it the number. It opened with a million. stupid yeah. amount in China, mm. that's for sure. The record is, so think, what, what was the record? It was $400 million. Like And, good and you know what? Um, and I'm, I'm well, not, uh, seven, which and I'm not downplaying the international market, but it actually plays in its favor that the plot is actually easily digestible mm. because you know a lot gets lost in translation in a lot of movies. I mean, that's part of the reason why Avatar... I'll say this. If it doesn't beat Avatar, which I, A, I still don't think it will, but if it fucking doesn't, I don't think anything will. I really don't like, think anything like, fucking will. Dude, dude. This is well, the no, only fucking hope. The only one that I think could is episode nine. Man, really? So oh, yeah. Avatar. I think um, if, if we were to get any kind of the back end, it would be this. Part one of thing. part no, of what no, really no. helps Avatar is New the fact building. that it's so uh, the plot is so easily digestible. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Humans bad, Blue Kitty's good, and and like that's what this movie also has going for it. Is like there's a clear distinction between the good guys and the bad guys. 
that it, it, it'll it'll play well internationally. Right? I watched so, Avatar again recently, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, how? How did this make 2.7? <laughs> Dude, that movie is actually entertaining. Like, pan it all you want. That movie is actually, it flows well. It has good story structure. Yeah. And again, the same. Yeah. it was the same complaint was that the story's been done already. It was. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just, but 2.7 billion. Fuck, that's a lot of money, man. Dude, you, you, you do you remember there was like, there was even news articles of people that were like, uh, they were having, what is it, withdrawals from Avatar? Yeah. Like they were so immersed in, in. I don't the, remember that. Yeah, yeah. They left theaters and they, like, because people were going like nine, ten times. And like, really? Then it left theaters and they're like, I can't go see it anymore. And I'm like, it's coming on home video soon enough. Like, yeah, I, I want to be in Pandora. All I I remember of that be marketed was the fucking tech, like James Cameron's tech, right? Like the yeah, but I mean, took twenty years. To it make is, or whatever it the is, fuck it, was. it is a really good. Uh, it's got really solid story structure, and I mean, it's not bad. That's for sure. But it delivers. It delivers on every level that it promises. Right? It was entertaining. Yeah. Did you guys hear that they're re-releasing this? They're releasing a new Sphero BB-8. Is it bigger? Please tell me it's bigger. No. Oh. It has dirt on it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Really? Yeah, for real. real dirt. He's the Zafiro BB-8 looked cool, but it's fucking so small. Dude, it's so much fun to play with. Do Is you it? know it'll map a whole room? Yeah, but it's so small, like, isn't it? Like It's like, it's this big. I wanted a nice big one. Like, I want a big fucking yeah, you're, BB-8. Yeah, for a big one, you're going to be paying out the butt, man. Like, 200 bucks for that little dude. Yeah. Yeah, it does look cool. Mm-hmm. It has a holographic message. Oh, and speaking of Lost in Translation... Really long ago segue. I'm going to go with it anyway. <laughs> Did you know that Vin Diesel and James Gunn are the only two people on the planet who have the English translation for what Groot says when he says, I am Groot? Really? Through all of Guardians of the Galaxy. Did he yeah. write it in the script? What? Did they write it in the script? They, it's, it's a script, yeah. And only Vin Diesel and James Gunn have it. That's kind of neat. Do you it's know they actually had to write out the minion language word for word in the script? Oh really? They actually they had to create the oh, fuck it was it's one of Kevin Smith's buddies. They actually had to write out Minions language word for word. Like they actually had to in what movie? Minions. Minions. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> I thought you meant like Minions in in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the Minions. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I find that odd. But the studio execs they want script for script. That's why I pictured if you like every time you wrote Iron Brood, I can see James Gunn like brackets. Say it like I love you. Yeah, or yeah, no, like Vin, Vin Diesel has the script of, of exactly what it's supposed to Can say we see in it? English. Is he going to release it? Who no, they're never going to release it. Well, fuck they're James the only two that. people on the planet. <laughs> I think that's amazing, though. That is, that's pretty, yeah. It'd be amazing if we could he read said, it, though. Like Vin Diesel had to say, I am Groot over 20,000 times yeah, because he, had he did other, every language. Yeah, yeah. He, but he had to emote, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. No, oh, my God, his job is so hard sitting in a room saying words. Who bitched about that? It was Transformers, wasn't it? It was the fucking guy with the Matrix. Hugo Weaving was bitching about that. No, he was. he wasn't bitching about it. He uh, he was commenting about how how unattached he was to the project. It was basically they came to him on the on the twenty fourth hour, full of money, and they were like, "Hey, we'd like to for you to do the voice of the villain in this movie." And he's like, "Okay." And they were and they were like, "So what's my direction?" He's like, "Just read the lines." And it was just like he just read lines in front of a thing for what? Who? Uh, Hugo for, Weaving for, for three Transformers. Of the Transformers movies. Oh, okay, yeah. He just sat there and read lines, and he, and he basically said, "He's like, I know nothing about these movies." Like, he just basically said, like, they just paid me to do the voiceover. They're like, and- yeah, like, page seven, line four. Yeah, that's so <laughs> brutal. What is that off Community where it's just, like, uh, the, the ham girl? <laughs> just ham say ham girl. girl. Ham <laughs> girl. <laughs> 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 Tell Steven Spielberg it's good enough. All right, well, he's right here. <laughs> yeah. 
And then they bring in that other Asian guy who's so hot right now from uh, Off the Boat, Fresh Off the Boat. Man, that's funny. All right. For this episode of Cinephiles, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Steve. I'm Ash Cake. All right. Cut that in somehow. And our uh, sign-off didn't say see you next winter town. <coughs> see you at the flicks. See you next set. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's CJ oh, at the shit. Flicks. It's been that long. I forgot the sign-out. Just say it right now. We'll see you next set. Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.